Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am Trust Collins here with inappropriate Uncle Bubba, a.k.a. Gary Alexander, oh. and our very special guest, Mr. Lupe Flores. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Great good to morning. have you. Glad to be here. Good morning, everybody. Move that a little bit closer so we can hear you. There you go. <laughs> Evidently, Kevin, ru- get, get the rust off. Yeah. Haven't been here a while. <laughs> Kevin, the world traveler. Let's see. He was in Palm Springs Monday and Tuesday, and so now he's in Pinehurst. Oh. Uh, he says he's going to call in and weigh in on mortgage talk. Is young Nate playing golf? Or yeah, he's playing a... Uh, yeah, AJ. A, no, not TCA. AJGA oh. golf event oh. in Pinehurst. And uh, let me see. My my update from Kevin yesterday was um, uh, he was one under today. Mm-hmm. Wow, he says he hit 17 of 18 greens in regulation, but had 33 putts. All uh, right, right. Is that good? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I need you to well, translate for me. Is good, but what he, what, it, it's always a good bad thing. All right, okay. He gives you the good and the bad. The good was he was seventeen and eighteen hitting the greens, which is phenomenal. Oh, but he had thirty three putts, which is you know, okay. About five or six more than what he would like for him to have. Let's say you know. Well, thanks for the translation. Practice yeah. much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's new? What's going on in the mortgage world, y'all? Uh, well, uh, Gary, well, rates are up a little bit. You know, little it, bit. It, it, it's no secret. It's, it's no, no secret. secret. And I'm glad it's not a secret because that, when someone calls in and we're talking, I mean, I do still have some of those people that call in and expect to hear three-something or two-something, and it's just not there anymore. It's not there. and uh, But, you know, rates are up for everybody not just for Texas lending. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you compare apples to apples, we're still amongst the the, the, the leaders in, yeah. in low rates. Yeah. And, um, or lower. Yeah, or lower <laughs> and uh, or, or lower rates. than, than <laughs> uh, But later on, I, I want to actually an example. You yeah. know, I, I was talking yeah, with a customer the other day that was mm-hmm. in one of those customers that still had a rate in the threes, you mm-hmm. know, from three, four years ago. Right. Looking to cash out and at a 5.5, you know, mm-hmm. And right off, the, no, 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 no. But then we started putting the pencil to the paper and uh, maybe give you the results of that in a few minutes. And uh, what really, it's not always about rate, Gary. Yeah. And, and you know well, that. I know. I've it, been it long yeah, enough. Yeah. It, it's about payments. And if you can get out of a pinch or a, you know, a tough situation now, uh, so what? 
if the rate is a point or a point and a half higher. You know, get yourself some breathing room, pay off that debt, mm-hmm. and plan your next move the next yep. time rates come back, the next stimulus program that comes around. But maybe do a sample uh, numbers uh, before the show is over to see yeah. how, how impactful that is. So with rates changing, <clears throat> you know, it's something changes every week, it seems like. Have you guys noticed? I know you mostly do refinances. Lupe, cash are you? Yeah, are you, you refinances? I do, around, and I do purchases as well. You do well. purchases. Have you yeah. noticed that there's been more or less purchases, and is there still the, you know, the bidding oh, war this, going the fight on for is homes? Still going yeah. On. yeah, yeah. And, and here's what's funny. You know, the industry as a whole is is suffering. Numbers are down. Layoffs. But Texas lending, believe it or not, we're still in a growth mode. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're still increasing our purchase volume increasing our cash out volume refinances so we're kind of swimming against the stream if you will salmon and uh the salmon and (laughs) uh sooner or later you'll get to calm waters usually when you swim against the current you know maybe (laughs) at the end result is uh calmer waters soon and get back to the end the end game here is that yeah rates are up but equity is up and if you know if 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 we didn't have the equity up like it is too we wouldn't be doing as much, you know, cash out refinance business as we are doing still mm-hmm. uh, because people just have so much equity in their homes and they're using it for different things. A lot of people find that they don't want to sell now. They want to fix up their home and, you know, make it livable for the rest of their, you know, their lives or whatever. So, but. So if you're a first-time listener, this is the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. We are here to answer your questions, with whether you're refinancing your How would anybody home? be a first-time listener? <laughs> <laughs> you just happen to wake up and turn it on the fan this morning, well, and you, you hear mortgage talk for the first time. <laughs> if they're from California, uh-huh. and they're, driving they're just you know, well, we don't tuning do in for the first time, or they just moved here from California. Oh, yeah, that happens there, quite a Gary. bit. <laughs> yes, we are here to answer your questions whether you have questions about refinancing your home or maybe you're purchasing your home for the very first time send us a text message our text line is 972-387-4600 send us your text we'll read it on the air and hopefully well we'll probably have an answer for you (laughs) but 972-387-4600 is also the uh, number to call to talk to a loan officer the call is absolutely free if you just want to get an idea of where you're at Maybe you're not exactly where you want to be or need to be, um, but it will give you an idea of what you need to do to move in the right direction. 972-387-4600. Please send us your text so we can answer your questions. And there's there's a lot of questions that people have. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially in this, this crazy market that we're in right now is definitely, um, you know, should be, should be the time to ask questions. And when you – the one question we can't answer is if rates are going to go back down. That's the one question I get. You think rates are going to go back down? No. I don't know. But Kevin doesn't seem to think in the near f- future that they're going to go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that they may go they may go higher. You know, tongue-in-cheek, we get the calls all the time. Well, Lupe, where do you think rates are going to be at 30 days from now? Mm-hmm. I, know, I, know, and I, tell, I know exactly where they're going to be at. Mm-hmm. They're going to be higher – they're going to be lower or they're going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those three. That's one of those three. And uh, really, there's no predicting, you know, because uh, there's external factors that affect rates as well. You know, two years ago, it was COVID. 
you know, you got this issue with Ukraine right now. So it's not always factors related to the financial markets that drive rates up and down. It could be external factors as well. And uh, we're just in some strange times right now. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and I wanted to go back to a question that you asked, uh, uh, Tress, that, you know, what are you seeing out there right now? Yeah. Uh, whether it's purchase or refinance. So what is going on right now uh, for borrowers that maybe don't have the greatest of credit scores, maybe they're under a 680 and maybe at the some, some of the lower loan amounts, right now it's hard. In some scenarios, there are no pricing options. What happens when interest rates go up, the different rates that we have available, they call it a rate deck mm -hmm. or a rate stack mm -hmm. because there's not just one rate. It's not one size fits all. So you have an option of rates, and tip and on any given day, Gary, maybe 15 or 20 different rates in a particular, and now we're down maybe to six or seven. They call it co a compression, that uh, there's not as many pricing options available right now. So right now, if, uh, you know, be cognizant of your credit score, it's more important than ever right now to, to come to the table with a good to strong credit score. Mm. And just to let you know, I mean, I, Kevin says this, but I don't think people, it really sinks in. He says that right now that the loans that we locked maybe a month or so ago are not being paid at what they were promised to be paid to him. On the back end. On the back the secondary end. Market. The secondary market. They're not, they're not, they're not paying the, the, the promised amount. I don't know what, you know, legally how that all works. Because that, you know, I'm just a mortgage guy. That's all I do. But, uh, you know, when he says that, it's a scary thing because he's saying that people, that, that mortgage companies out there are, are selling their loans off their warehouse line for less, for little or no money at all. Yeah. And uh, he, like he said, that can't go on for long. And so that's a lot of the reason why you see the uptick in the rates, too. Because what he explains that, that uh, people don't want two percent interest on their uh, on their bonds that they're buying for their four hundred one ks and stuff like that. They want a lot higher interest. Mm -hmm. So, and then the Fed says they're not buying them anymore. So then that's that's where you're at. Wow. So, what's the craziest thing you've seen this week, Gary? Any craziness out there? The craziest thing I think I saw this week was. That that people are, are like I said, I don't think it's the craziest thing, but that they're still they're still doing cash outs, you know, and they want to get that money out of their house. Uh, we do get a lot of talk about second liens. People say, "Oh, well, can I get a second lien?" Well, a lot of the people we talked to did a cash out refinance before, so they can't get a second lien. If you did a if you just recently did a cash out sec uh, refinance, you can't come back. A year later, and do a second lien home equity. You can only have one home equity on your house, so you have to refinance the home equity that you have into another home equity, and it's a refinance. It's not a second lien. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, y'all, we have questions starting to roll in. Be sure to get your question in now. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred is our text line, and again, it's also the line to call to uh, talk to a loan officer. So what about you, Lupe? What, what, have you seen anything crazy this week? Well, really not crazy, but people are always asking, is now the right time to do it? 
you know, rates are up. So I've always been optimistic, you know, and never been the, the, the chicken little to say that the sky is falling. You know, the sky is not falling, but the, it's a low cloud ceiling right now in the, in the financial industry. And so what I tell borrowers now is telling, you know, whatever the rate is today, if it gets you out of a bad situation into a better situation, why not do it now, even though the rate is 5.5? Because there's already speculation that by the end of summer, early fall, rates might be hovering near 7%. By the ne- I think that the Fed meets again at the end of May. And uh, so, you know, now is the time to do it. And we have a, pr- a kind of a safety net built into our pricing, Gary. You mm-hmm. know, the, the rate float down that maybe we don't uh, yep. talk about as much as we should. But normally, a rate lock is intended to protect you against a rate increase while we're working and processing your loan. Mm-hmm. However, we build a safety net into our pricing that if something drastic happens with the industry in the next 30 to 35 days while we're working on your loan, and rates or pricing drop significantly, then we can ask for a fresh look right before closing and see if you might get a slightly lower rate. I asked twice. I asked after it's underwritten. Mm-hmm. I asked on every loan that I do. Mm-hmm. I asked secondary if there's a rate drop after it's approved. They say no. And then I, when once we're clear to close, I ask if there's a rate lock and decrease to see if I can save them any money at all. I just do it on every loan. It's, it's a process. It's, it's a right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, it, it, it uh, back in the past, you know, several years ago, five years ago or whatever, that used to cost you money to do that. That's right. Yeah, because uh, we would charge a fee up front that if you wanted to do uh, to bust your lock and whatever and get a lower rate or whatever, then there was a fee there was a fee for that. But uh, I always, you know, like I said, I'm here for you guys. I mean, that's always been. I mean, I sometimes worry, you know, when I'm on the phone because I'm a make sense guy. I'm not, you know, there's some people out there that want to do something and it doesn't make sense. And, and I just say, look, you know, this does not make sense. Mm-hmm. You, for you. Yep. And, uh, you know, like I said, when if somebody calls in and they have the two and a quarter VA loan, and they've got equity in their house. Yeah, they want twenty thousand dollars. I say, look, you know, go to the bank, get a get a get a second lien, or you know, something like that. But I'm not going to try to sell somebody a five and a half percent interest rate on a cash out when they have two and a quarter on their you know, right, on right, their, right, right. Yeah, that's well, a great, that's, oh, that's a and that's that's where we're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're different from sick and loans. We're different from <laughs> uh, Blue Jay Financial and the uh, Bank of Amerigo, you know, and Chichisosa Bank and, you know, those banks like that. And Wells Fargo's not even doing them. Yep. So oh, I can wow. say their name. There you go. 972-387-4600. We have text messages coming in. Make sure to get your text message question to us. But right now, we've got to go to a break. We'll get back to answering your questions here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Live. Live. Everyone, we're back. TexasLending.com. We are here to answer your mortgage questions. And there's quite a few text messages coming in. Please be sure to get yours in. Uh, we're only here until just before 9 o'clock. So 972-387-4600 is the number to text. Are you, are you guys ready? Because we got questions. Sure. All right. Here we go. 
Income is 100,000. Current rate is 2.75 FHA. Mortgage is 1965 monthly. They owe 250,000. Credit score is 720. Taxes went up in 2021, so their payment went up to 2,400. They closed on the streamline nine months ago. And they say, my mortgage went up earlier this year, so when I did the streamline, it put me back at what I was paying at 1965. Help. Can... Hmm. What was the rate currently? You said 2.75? 2.75. 2. 2. Yeah. But their taxes well, but that, went up. With PMI, that, that rate's more likely, you know, almost 4%. So in, in real terms, except for the thing you have to realize is mortgage insurance and FHA mortgage insurance is for life. When you uh, when you get that, I mean, PMI, MI, whatever you want to call it, is nothing but money that that is just being thrown away by you. So if you have enough equity to get out of it, you know, I would do it. Uh, you know, as long as it you know it coincides with the rate that you could get. Um, I'm not sure if if that could happen right now. I don't know what's the value of the house. That that's a big question. Hmm. Uh, they, yeah, don't have the estimated value. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because if it was done only nine months ago on a streamline, uh, the streamline loan could be terrific in some scenarios. The one small drawback is that you're not uh, allowed to roll in closing cost into another streamline loan. So usually our objective is to find you the lowest rate possible. But when we have fact, you know, other external factors uh, and you want to do another streamline, sometimes we have to choose a higher rate that will pay all of the closing costs and you might be back at your starting point right now, mm. if not worse. So right now, I would say that an, a streamline might not be the ideal solution in this particular scenario. Oh. A room may be, may be that yeah. you can charge rent to. It might be the better solution. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they have the room for that option, but yeah. yeah. Okay. It's all about options. <laughs> well, sometimes it is, isn't it? <laughs> all right. Ready for the next question? Here we go. <laughs> I got my home loan with a 620 minimum credit score. Interest rate of 5.75. Credit is up to 660 can that bring my rate down or how excuse me or how high of a credit score do i have to go to see a significant difference to proceed with a refinance y'all that question is for you yeah yeah (laughs) we're thinking about it yeah between a 620 and a 660 you might not see a tremendous decrease uh typically uh the way that pricing it's tiered according to credit score loan amount and other factors and regarding credit scores there's a pricing tier every 20 points and usually every 20 points it's about an eighth of a point difference in the rate so in this particular scenario once again we don't know the the value the loan to value because that's also important but maybe have a chance to lower it an eighth to a quarter point just thinking out out loud right now Mm -hmm. uh, under this particular scenario nowadays you really want to be above a 700 score the way pricing is now that that would be the benchmark to shoot for and what he's talking about there and that's where that compression comes in Mm -hmm. too because the compression is on the rate stack has gotten so so tight that what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac call loan level pricing adjustments is 
the credit score increments from 740 to 720, 720 to 700, 700 to 680. And then you're talking if, – if the hits are too much, there's not a loan that can be done because the, the compression is so small in the rate stack now that it, you're priced outside of that compression mark. And then you start talking about, you know, non-QM loans, which aren't going to be any better than it sounds like the loan that you got. Okay. Well, uh, hey, guess what? Guess who's calling in? Mr. Kevin Miller. <laughs> there needs to be more clapping than that, I serious. <laughs> yeah. I'm going yeah. through a lot out here. I'm a golf father in Pinehurst, oh. Pinehurst North Carolina. Oh. So, you know. The phones are lighting no up right there's now. There's no glory being a golf father, I can tell you that. <laughs> the golf father. Well, you get it's to stay in shape from walking around. It's hard enough being a golfer, you know, and then you're the go- you're the person rooting for the person that's golfing, and uh, I'm no better at that than I am at golfing. So, anyway, <laughs> that's quite a quandary. <laughs> how's everyone? How's everyone doing on the show today? Hey, we're doing great, terrific. Woo-hoo. We're here. <laughs> well, as as you all know, and I'm sure people have been reading in the newspaper, these rates have been going absolutely crazy. And uh, but the crazy thing is that people keep on keep people keep on needing money. Mm-hmm. People continue to want to buy these houses, and and uh, in Dallas Fort Worth, it seems to be a nonstop a nonstop event. People continue to be buying houses, and the home prices keep rising. I get I get every day people send me uh, these updated home values, uh, listings and things. And I see them going up every day. They have not, they have not stopped yet. I, I, I don't know what you guys are seeing in the front lines, but that's what I'm seeing behind the scenes. Uh, how about you, uh, inappropriate uncle Bubba? Yeah, no, we, we were, we were already talking about that, but the, the people, I've got some people that are looking for houses, and uh, they keep getting beat on their offers, uh, and and you know they can they they can offer a little bit more than what uh, what the listing price is, but for the most part, people are going nuts. And you know I shared on the show a couple of weeks ago how we were trying to buy a house for uh, our son, our youngest son, and we offered seventy thousand dollars over list price in cash. And a ninety-day uh, free uh, lease back. Well, I need and to let everyone know what <laughs> uh, it's happening. It's continuing to happen. But here's here's <laughs> something else that's coming up. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how high these rates are going to go. But mm-hmm. the rates have been low for a long time for one reason. There's been one buyer of mortgage yep. bonds. The, the, the buyer of mortgage bonds has been the Federal Reserve. Right. No one has trillions of dollars to go out there and buy mortgage bonds at two percent. Right. You, you, you at home are going to go out there and rush. How oh, I really got to go out there and buy a mortgage bond where I can make one and three quarters percent for fifteen years. No one was rushing to do that. The Federal Reserve was doing it, and the mm-hmm. Federal Reserve said they're going to slow down the buying of these mortgage bonds. But they've not only said they're going to slow down the buying of mortgage bonds, and that's one of the reasons the rates are going up. There's, there's no one to buy these things at 2% or 3%. You and your 401k and the, and the people that invest in your pensions, they want six, seven, eight percent returns in these things. Mm-hmm. And so, because that's what you want and, and you're not the federal reserve and you're not buying bonds. You're, 
the, the, the rates continue to rise. But here's the thing. The Federal Reserve not only said they're going to slow down the buying of the bonds, when there's no one buying them, then, you know, mm-hmm. the, then, the, then the rate has – they had to increase the rate for you to invest in it. Yeah. So that. the Federal Reserve not only said they're going to slow down the buying, they're going to start selling the bonds that they have. They're going to start selling the assets that they bought. And as this continues, so they slow down and then continue, then they start selling them. Who are they going to sell them no to, one Kevin? To, people at eight, seven, eight, nine percent. Oh, they're going to sell. They're going to sell their two percent assets at that market. Well, their assets are going to be slowly uh, sold off. Uh, as this happens, it's 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 going to cause a lot of lot of movement in the markets. Let's just say that I, I can't I can't I don't have a crystal ball. I, uh, but I, I try to understand what's coming, and I'm just saying if anyone thinks that your mortgage I, rates are going to be at two percent tomorrow, don't sell yourself uh, short, Kevin. You have yeah. a great crystal ball. I've seen you in action for 20 years now, so <laughs> well, I, I've seen we you predict things that came true. Well, I, I, I see just strange things happen. I just can't see exactly when they're going to happen. Yeah. And so, and so this, <laughs> this, this, the, the, they haven't started selling their assets yet. And as they start selling their assets, and since they're going to continue to slow down to do them, someone is going to invest in these mortgages. But you might invest in it when you're getting 7 or 8%. If right. you can get a 7 or 8% return, or maybe the banks will invest in it, or maybe insurance companies will invest when they can get an 8% interest return on their investment. Well, so I remember China right used to buy them, five, right? You're sitting between 4 and 5% for a lot of purchase loans and some right. refinance loans. And on your cash out loans, you're mostly sitting between five and six percent. Yep. And so that's where we are now. But I don't see anything stopping them continuing to rise right now. I don't see trillions of dollars coming from any magic investor that's going to keep that's going to say, "I really want these rates. I really want a return of three percent when inflation's at eleven. I love that." Yeah. So, so since that's not happening, you know, if you are in the market to buy a home and and you think that uh, you might need some cash for a home equity loan or something like this, these are the good times. These yeah. are the low rates. And uh, like these I said, are the, the new 50, low rates. <laughs> in the last 50 years, uh, for, for 44 of those years, the rates have been higher than they are now. So yeah. they're pretty good right now. Yeah. Well, Kevin, we had somebody text in that says, um, that dude talks so strange, he's got to be from Minnesota. He sounds like those actors in the movie Fargo. <laughs> Hey, like Minnesota. Like you know, he's from Michigan. I can get there really fast. I, you know, I can get there. I was at a dinner party the other day, and someone started talking. And after three sentences, I said, "Are you from Minnesota?" Because I'm from, I'm from Michigan, right? <laughs> and so, and so, I when I hear them talk, I can I can I hear my family talking. So when I start talking to my family, they sound funny now. So I try to I try to chameleon my way into being a Texan, but it doesn't work. So. I, Oh, Thank bless you your for, heart. That's bless all right. It's all yeah. right. We're okay. Well, you got to be tough to live in. You got to be tough to live in the tundra up north where it's winter nine months out of the year. Right. True yeah. that. Well, so, it, let me ask you this question. So, update us on Nate's progress out there at the golf. There is this an AJGA event? So there's a lot going on. You know, we uh, he played in the AJGA uh, to American Thank Junior you. Golf Association. Uh, he played an event in Austin a couple weeks ago. He finished in fifth down there. Uh, he's 14. He'll be 15 next month. And uh, then we went to a high school tournament out in California in Palm Springs. There's a national high school tournament 
40 teams from around the country. Trinity Christian Academy from up in Addison, Texas. They uh, were one of the couple teams from Texas representing Texas down there. Out of the 40 teams, you know, back in the day, they had Will Zalatoris, if you're a golf fan, and they had Kramer Hickok, and they had Lanny Watkins' kid on the team, and they went off to that tournament, and they finished in seventh out there. That was the best that Trinity Christian Academy had ever finished in that tournament. It's called the Champions Invitational. Trinity Christian Academy this year finished in second place, their best finish in that national tournament that they ever, but they ever did. Woo, that's uh, awesome. So, on the first day of the tournament, they came within one stroke of the tournament record. Uh, they did really well. And in uh, our side, Nathan finished in fourth for the tournament, so he did really well. And wow. uh, out of 240 golfers. So that was a good a good event for Trinity Christian. And my son had a good showing. And now we're out in California. I keep saying California. We're in North Carolina <laughs> at Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. And he's in another AJGA event. And believe me, we're, we're, we're taking some time off after this. This is a little golf bender. But uh, <laughs> after, but we're out here in Carolina, and uh, he's currently tied for six uh, going into the second day here on Easter weekend. What's his so tee time today? Pardon me? What's his tee time today? His tee time's uh, a little after 1 o'clock Eastern, oh, okay. and so it's supposed time. to rain here in about an hour, so there might be a delay. But it'll be interesting if you're a golf fan. Uh, you know what it's like golfing in the rain. It's not as warm out here as it is there. It's going to be the 60s here, so a little chilly, a little rainy, but it's, it's a good time. Well, that sounds great. Mr. Kevin Miller, we got to go to break. Big surprise. And we got questions <laughs> to answer, too. We yeah. do. <laughs> All the Thank- TexasSunny.com people that sound like they're from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. TexasSunny.com. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you be safe out there. We'll be wishing Nate the very best. Uh-huh. All right, thanks. Okay, okay, thanks. See you next week, bud. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. 972-387-4600 is the number to call to talk to a loan officer. 972-387-4600 is also the number for a text question. Please Thank you, sir. send us your text questions, and we'll be right back answering more of your questions here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Oh, hey, welcome back to TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. My apologies. Uncle Bubba was inappropriately talking to me as we were coming back from break. Like I do. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like I do. I, you know, while we were just talking to Kevin, and, you know, I was, I was saying he shouldn't sell himself short about knowing things that uh, are on the crystal ball of the future or whatever. Just as a little story. Back in 2000, I want to say 2007 in March, we have a golf trip that we go on every year with a bunch of his buddies from Michigan. And it was you know, this has been going on now. They've been going on this trip for like 20 years or so, or 24 years, in fact. But I, I had just started going on it. And we were in Phoenix, and we were driving to the golf course in our rental car. And Kevin is uh, getting text messages all over the place. And this is right about the time that the subprime fell apart. Oh, that's right, 2007. So, yeah, March of 2007. Yep. So, uh we're driving along, heading to the golf course out in the desert somewhere, and, uh, you know, I'm half asleep, and he's texting and talking, and then he goes, oh, my gosh. He goes, he goes, New Century just folded. That's it. New and he goes, that means everything. This whole subprime thing is going to fall apart. New Century is one of the biggest uh, domino effect. Domino effect of the subprime lenders falling apart, whatever. And then all of a sudden, he just looks at me, and he goes, you know what this means? <laughs> I go, no. He goes, 
Bank of America has to buy Countrywide. And he said that right there, and it, like out of the blue. I was there <laughs> at Bank of America when we bought Countrywide uh, yeah. in 2008, believe yes. it or not. He said this, and I'm going, how, how can you just spit it's that right out? out. Yeah, you know, so uh. that just tells you what kind of man that runs this company, okay? And He's got a radar. A vision, visionary. <laughs> You know, bless his heart, not like that other guy, but D, <laughs> his ADD, I mean, but he's always constantly researching and trying to make sure that we're doing the best that we can do and he's doing the best that he can do and, and trying to look at the market and stuff like that. But uh, it, he's a pretty amazing guy. But uh, like I said, it, when he, that's why you need to listen to this show because you can learn a lot from this. I've learned a lot from the show. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. All right. Y'all ready for the next question? Mm -hmm. Does VA have jumbo loans? Yes and no. I know that they, the, there is no, VA goes. No limit. No limit. But I think in Texas, there is a, a 629. And in some states that are considered high value states. Oh, I've done one 800,000 this in year. Texas. In Texas. I, I did a VA loan for my buddy. He's 800-something thousand. I stand corrected then. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as long as you're under that, what, 41% debt ratio and right. mm -hmm. disposable income, residual income, I think mm -hmm. is what they called it. Yeah, he was a, maybe pi he's a pilot. Maybe you can afford go up above 629. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, that's a, what a great question and what a great answer. Yep. Awesome. I also have a friend who's a pilot for American Airlines. It's interesting. But, yes. And, and it's funny about that 629. You know, if you live in the Austin area, we get a lot of business from yes, Austin. Yes, we do. I read an article yesterday. The median price, $640,000 now in Austin. It's like San Fran It's like the, the, the new San Francisco, the new Los Angeles. I, I, I've got a – I did a cash-out refinance in April of last year for a guy down in Austin, and his house was worth three eighty-five. He called me and said, hey, let's do it again. Get the appraisal back. It's worth five and a quarter. Oh, my goodness. In just wow. a year. In just a year. Wow. And I thought, well, you're crazy. He goes, no, no, I don't mind spending the appraisal money. I, You know, in Austin, the appraisal fee is seven fifty. Mm. Okay, well, right quick, um, the text message from uh, one of our listeners saying that I thought he was talking about Kevin. But Kevin sounds like he's from Minnesota. He sent in a clarification going, no, I was talking about the dude that's answering questions at your studio about talking like Me? a Minnesota accent. <laughs> hey, baby, Kevin. I grew up on Royal Lane, man, <laughs> right down the street here. <laughs> Born sure in 56. <laughs> that's in funny. the hood. So this same listener, he texted it again saying, I was going to sell less than an acre of my property for a great sum of money. But, and he says, but be aware, check if parcels have to be included in the specifics. Lot parcel of your property or you'll be selling more than you bargained for. He said, luckily I researched my parcel lots and backed out before I lost. Yeah, you have to, they have to partition it out because there mm -hmm. could be little parcels within the mm -hmm. overall acreage. And via a survey is mm -hmm. how you identify where those boundaries and the parcels lie. But that's a very good question. You, if, yeah. you don't, if you don't, you think you're selling an eighth of an acre in it, and you actually sell the whole acre, you're, you know, I'm glad he realized that. But that, that that's a very good observation. That because that there. happens, it, apparently. If, if you're not careful, I guess it could happen by mistake. Right. You know, and there's a lot of that going on now. I mean, land is a premium. A lot of people are parsoning off, selling up. Uh, 
pieces of their acreage. And Travis stuff. County, Williamson yep. County, yes. Tesla, Apple, Google, Facebook. Yes, God, man. This is and then, you know, people say, oh, there's going to be a housing bust. I'm in Texas. I don't see a housing bust coming. I mean, that not at all. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I'm – I'm holding on to a couple of properties I I have just just to see how high they go. Well, this is that was a really insightful statement that they texted in. But um, so before we go to break, didn't you have something that you wanted to share with the listeners? Yes, Lupe? Uh, yeah, Tess. What I want to do is I I have an actual example of a loan I did this week, because this might apply to your situation. To our listeners, it might be in a similar situation. And let me just go through the numbers and see if you can follow along. So this was a borrower in the San Antonio area. That's another booming market for us right now. San Antonio mm-hmm. is uh, they're in a house with a property value of four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Their balance was two hundred thousand. So they were wanting to cash out to get rid of debt and a little of cash, additional cash back for some little renovation. So uh, two hundred thousand dollar balance. We're doing a loan at three hundred thousand. We're going to pay off $70,000 worth of debt, credit cards, $900 a month, personal loans, $415 a month, and we're going to pay off an automobile for them that they're with a, a $550 payment. Right. So we're going to eliminate almost $1,900 a month of payments. Their current payment is about $2,200. The new payment, even at a 5.625 rate, is only 2600 So their payment is going to go up by about $350, $400, but they're getting rid of $1,900. So they're creating almost $1,500 a month of positive cash flow. You, you do that over a year, that's $18,000. In the next three years, they would have kept $54,000 in their pocket with a savings that they're realizing. So they say, you know what, we're going to get a fresh start. We're debt-free. We're going to recalibrate and plan our next financial move for two or three years down the road when rates maybe come back down. Mm -hmm. So these guys just, it's not always about the rate. Mm -hmm. They had no issue going from a a 4% rate to a 5.625 because it solved a problem, give them some breathing room, fresh start, and uh, plan plan your next move a couple of years down the road. So even though rates are rising, you know, they have been rising some, the rate is still lower than where credit card yeah, yeah. rates are. Absolutely, so. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and on top of that, they're walking away with $22,000 in cash Boom. For, for the home renovation. So that will oh. add value to the house. So yeah. it's a... Uh, and, you know, not everybody has $70,000 in debt, but, you know, if you're in a scenario, give us a call. Don't assume that it doesn't make sense. Give us a chance to price it. Let's write down what your current scenario is. Let's see what we show on the other side of the column and weigh them out. And mm-hmm. uh, we're happy to do that analysis for you, you to know, see if it makes sense to, to do the cash. And another thing I always bring up, and, and I'm, not a li- I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a CPA or whatever, but I know that your cash out on a – on a cashback refinance is tax-free money, all right? So a lot of people, I'd say they owe, they owe a, 
I say, why why don't you get this money out? You're thinking about selling in two or three years. Well, get this money out tax free, so when you sell your house, you don't have that much in capital gains too. Yeah. But but I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a CPA. But this is what I do, <laughs> just but in my own mind. In theory, you're just lending yourself money. Yes, because yeah. all the money that you're going to pay back, whether it's at three percent or four percent or five percent, yeah, you're building your equity back up, right? So and when you're a lot of times, the the money that you're replacing, I feel like will be there in two or three more years again. So, well, nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred is the number to call to talk to a loan officer. It really just takes a little bit of your time. The call is absolutely free. Also, nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred is our text line. Get your questions in. We are about to go to break. And when we come back entering our last segment of the show, we will answer more of your questions here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Live. Live. I know. I always like that. <laughs> Why do we like that so much? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I like it when he says it. It just kind of makes me feel like, oh, man. I'm like a superstar? Like live. A, <laughs> like I'm a singer on a stage, right. maybe. <laughs> like, right. All right, you're live. Now go ahead and wrap it out there. And we are live at the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. We are in our, we're at the final countdown. We have about seven minutes left. The quickest hour in mortgage talk ever. Ever. I mean, we do have a couple <laughs> of questions left. Are you guys ready? Are yep. you ready, Lupe? Absolutely. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Lupe from the hood hey. of Minnesota. <laughs> He's from Minnesota. From Oak Cliff, yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our listener says they bought it. They bought new in August of 2020 mm. uh, at 175. Internet says it's worth 240 now. Credit score around 700. Just got promoted to a salary of 72,000 a year. Wife makes around 35,000. Mm -hmm. Can I cash out refinance to pay off credit card debt? At that score, yes. And so, if you're at uh, 240,000, and I thought I had a calculator here somewhere. It's not, it's you do not, on your phone. It's not a whole lot. I mean, Can't it just depends. It. Yeah. There's a little wiggle room in there. Uh, let's see, two forty. I'd ask the zip code. Yeah, so you could do a cash out of one ninety two. So with a one ninety two, we would pay off the one seventy five. So that might leave about seventeen thousand dollars. But of, you have closing costs. Closing costs. Account. Maybe you walk away uh, with eight or nine thousand. But maybe. you probably are losing your mortgage insurance. You probably had mortgage insurance on that loan. Huh? That's something to consider as well. Yeah, I yeah. would think that you probably did have mortgage insurance on that loan if the value is is gone up that much. Uh, you know. And did he say what his current rate is, by the way? Uh, they did not. Okay. Yeah, because once again, you know, we're here to do every loan that we can. But if there's a if there's no benefit to doing the loan, we'll let you know as well. You know, you got to. I hope the, that yeah. we let you. Yeah. I know I let them. Yeah, know. I I do it all the time. And but and and I'm, uh, I'm afraid you know that they you, no. they it's frowned upon. No. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, and I said you know it's a if today's not the right day to do it because rates call us back three months from now, nine months from now. I we always leave the door open. Uh, so just because we can't uh, do a deal today or find something beneficial doesn't mean that circumstances can change six months down the road. Awesome. We have one more question. And honestly, Lupe, now that I'm kind of listening to you a little bit more, you kind of do sound like you could be from Minnesota. From Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. And, uh, and also, uh, 
for our listeners out there, if you've been, uh, you know, speaking with other lenders, getting different rates, getting different offers, and you're, you know, do I do it or not? Give us a call. Send us the best offer that you have in hand and give us a chance to meet it or maybe beat it and earn your business. Beat it. Uh, you know, uh, it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to get one final opinion and uh, see if we might be able to help you get into a better better situation. Give they us a call. They, sometimes they people, they, it's, the, it's not apples to apples when people say. All they listen to is rate. They don't listen to what the discount cost is. You know, when you talk to me on a cash-out refinance, I'm going to quote you lowest rate, lowest cost. All right? If you want a higher, lower rate and you want to pay more cost, then that's, you know, that's an option. They did it. say that their current rate is 3.25%, and they gave theirs that's a gonna be hard. It's going to be hard to, to, to improve on that, especially at that cash-out amount. Mm-hmm. They might be better off looking at, at a second lien, at that, at that low $10,000 cash-out. The problem with second liens is they don't always actually get an actual appraisal. They might use the drive-by appraisal look, ADM or whatever. You know, I'm not saying – I don't know what the second lien people do anymore. I used to know, but they after COVID, they, they, a lot of them don't even do them anymore. Yeah, so. That's true. All right, we have one more question that I think we can fit in. All right. When shopping different lending companies besides the rate, what are some good questions to ask to differentiate between them all asking for a conventional loan? Go ahead, oh, 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 Horshack from, from yeah, Welcome Back Carter. Right. Or, or, from uh, Minnesota. From Minnesota. And I actually discussed this with my borrowers. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, ask what the lender origination charge is. Okay. Ours is $1,898. It's a fixed amount on every loan. Some lenders will do it as a percentage of the loan amount. And usually it can be 1%. So if you're at a 200000 300000 loan amount, that so it, what's your lender origination charge is something that I would ask discount N- number discount yeah, points yeah. that you're paying to buy the rate down yeah. um, like I said I always on a cash out I always cost lowest rate lowest cost and then you can go from there uh, because you know what it, the reason why I say that is because I can't tell you how many people that I've done a cash out refinance one or two years later comes back and does another one sure. all right so that's why I always say do lowest cost. You know, even if you take a little bit higher rate and, and even buy some of your costs down, if, if that's what you want to do. But the way equity is going up nowadays, it really it really isn't, you know, an issue at all. Yeah. Well, Gary says it's very important. The second question I was asked, how quickly can you close on a loan? Mm. Right now, we our processing department is doing a fantastic job. A lot of loans are closing in under 30 days, so speed to closing is important. So I would ask... Uh, what's your lender origination charge? How quickly can you close loans? What's your best rate without points? And the reason I emphasize a number three, Quicken, uh, Quicken and uh, Rocket, they're notorious for quoting borrowers a rate right off the bat where you have to pay at least one or two discount points. Mm-hmm. That's dirty pool, if you ask me. Y'all, thank you so much. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. Listeners, thank you so much for your great questions. Be sure to have them ready for us next week when we come back at the same bat time, same bat channel here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.